Welcome to the So Far So Good Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Bussey. I've lost over 80 pounds and kept it off for years now. I was a professional at losing weight and then gaining it all back and then some over decades and decades. I finally figured out how to have peace around food, the scale, and my body, and I have 100% confidence that this struggle has ended for me in a complete victory. I'll provide all my tips and tricks, as well as solid strategies and tools for you to consider and then implement, for you to finally put this issue behind you forever. These strategies will work for whatever struggle you're facing, whether it's with your weight or any pain point. So stay with me, even if you've never had an issue with your weight. Let me make it abundantly clear that I am in no way a medical professional or registered dietitian, so please consult one or the other if you have any specific medical or dietary needs, but... If you know for sure that this battle is not meant for you at all, but you're wondering how to finally escape and get out of the diet cycle and mentality, please have a listen. I'm ready to share all the things I was missing and all the mistakes I made so you can learn from my failures and get yourself some traction, take action, and then ride the wave of momentum right along with me. Basically, I'll show you how I won so you can too. Let's go. Well, hello, 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 my friends. How is it going today? How are you doing? I'm doing really good. It's uh, heating up here in Southern California. A little bit warm already today. I already went out for my walk um, to sort of get that out of the way before it gets too hot out there. Uh, but a nice morning over here. Wonder when you're listening to this. If you listen in the morning, afternoon, evening, what's going on for you? But for me, it's a nice sunny morning over here, and today we're going to talk about finding peace around food. We are going to find ourselves some peace around food today, especially if you feel like you have none of that. We're going to find it. Let's do that today. But first, let's talk about the complete irony of the fact that there is not a lot of peace this morning. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, actually, there is a lot of peace, but... Uh, if you've been following the journey about our dogs, uh, one of our dogs had surgery and he's recovering nicely and great news on that. If you had heard that he had a cancerous tumor removed in his head, poor sweet thing, and um, they got it all. They got margins uh, and that is great news. He is at this moment cancer free, so we're grateful for that. Uh, but where the lack of peace <laughs> or what I need to work on in peace is that the other dog we have, who we're now referring to as the Wolverine, um, is in need of some sort of urgent training because he decided it would be really fun to try to move up the chain of command when he saw our other dog in a weakened state and has become uh, more aggressive than usual. And uh, it's kind of discouraging. I'm like, we did not raise you to be this way, you little Wolverine. So I will have the distinct privilege a little later today of taking him to some sort of urgent training for that. Because honestly, as is always the case, we, the owners of said Wolverine, are the ones that need the training. So I personally need training and how to navigate that. So I'm hoping to find some peace on the other side of that. But this morning, I gotta tell you, it's a beautiful day, but I'm a little nervous about going to this training and hope that we can get sort of some quick wins with that. Uh, but 
let you know. Hopefully in a couple more episodes, I'll tell you that things are super peaceful in the house with our pups. And now let's talk about finding peace around food. Okay, so I can't wait to tell you this story and tell you about a coworker of mine named Jordan. And uh, shout out to him. And shout out to, as I was writing this down, of like, I have another Jordan who's like my one of my best friends of all time since my teenage year years. So clearly those Jordans are having an impact in my life. If your name is Jordan and you ever listen to this, I've already decided you're amazing. So come and tell me about all the ways you're amazing. Uh, and I was thinking I need to do a whole other podcast on the long-term friend Jordan because he's so a part of my weight loss journey. And I use his friendship our friendship as an example with my clients all the time. And I don't even know that I've ever told him this uh, great thing that I explained to them, which has caused lots of breakthroughs in uh, people's relationships um, just because of sharing about our friendship. So shout out to that Jordan. But today we're gonna talk about another Jordan that I currently work with and have since 2018. Love him dearly and how he helped me find peace around food. So uh, in 2018, as I think we've covered before, I started this job that I love so much. Uh, and he was one of the first people that honestly even spoke to me at the job. I mean, everybody was amazing. I love everybody I work with. And they were all, you know, friendly and nice. And I was being trained by someone amazing. But as far as having like a personal conversation he was honestly, and it was the sweetest thing, what was so endearing about it is here's this young guy, he's, I'm at least half my age, if not more, you know, than half. So super young, really nice guy. And he just took the time with me to just, you know, I don't know, we we're in a hallway or something together to just be like, you know, I see you, I know this is, I know what it's like to be new here. And um, just, you know, keep going, you're doing great and just gave me that encouragement. And as you know, in my heart, um, such a tender place that it was really fun to just be seen by him. He definitely sort of saw me there, that new person. And I will always remember that moment, super impactful. And so right away, my heart is just for him at all times. Uh, so what's what we're gonna launch into is what's a funny story, like who would think? So here's this super young guy, let me tell you more about him. So he's this super athletic guy, young guy, baseball guy, you know, baseball all his life, lots of coaching around baseball and this, that, and the other thing, you know, I think most of his life, heavy duty, you know, baseball athlete. So literally the polar opposite of me and my upbringing of experience where I didn't do a lot of PE, always the most overweight person, always being made fun of. Uh, for my weight as I was growing up, uh, and then honestly, all the way through high school, uh, just gained and gained and gained, which is another podcast for another day, and uh, honestly weighed about 300 pounds in high school. So literally the polar opposite of his life experience. But what was so interesting about Jordan is at the same time as I was learning these amazing concepts about consistency, um, I looked at him and what he was doing and what I now know is that he had a piece around food, but I wouldn't have had a language, you know, at the time to call it that I would have probably just told you it just seems like food really isn't a big deal for him. But you know what? I wanted that because food was a really big deal for me. 
I mean, it was it was the biggest deal. I'm sorry to have to say, but it was truly like the focal point of my universe, trying to figure out how to lose weight, trying to decide what I was eating and what I shouldn't be eating and this, that, and the other thing. So it was such a focal point for me. And he just, like, it really wasn't a big deal to him at all. So at the same time, I was having a lot of personal breakthroughs about the way to really get to the bottom of this struggle with my weight forever. And it was because of my favorite coach, you know, I have all these favorite coaches, but in, in this area of nutrition and weightlifting and all those things uh, was at the time and still probably is in this area. It's Cody McBroom. Shout out to him and definitely follow the, uh, the tailored coaching method to find him. Um, but wow, in 20, like 17, 18, he was having a huge impact on me and understanding nutrition literally for the first time. You know, as much as I had been all around the world with nutrition, he really helped me. He really helped open my eyes. And at the root of it, at the time was him talking about consistency and how consistency, you know, trumped everything. It trumped whether or not you were consistency over intensity and consistency over complexity. And I was just like, like those are marinating in my mind and my heart. Like there's something to that, that consistency thing that I need to figure out because that was sort of the place that I hadn't, it was like uncharted territory for me. I was not consistent. I would be consistent for a while and then it would be too hard. So I would be the polar opposite of consistent for months at a time before I felt like I had the energy to jump back onto something and try to be consistent. But again, it was something unsustainable. So I was just in this cycle, but I was really seeing the wisdom in the consistency thanks to Cody McBroom. So uh, that was sort of where my brain was focused. And so, you know, wanting to pause there for a second to ask you to consider with regard to your weight and uh, any situation that you're struggling with is like, where's your brain pointed? Is it pointed to something that's not going to be useful? Like, you know, why can't I figure this out? Or why am I so broken? Or why does everybody else get to eat everything and I have to starve over here? Because if you keep thinking those things, your brain's just going to keep looping around looking for evidence of all that. Not super useful, helpful, encouraging, any of that. But my brain was really focused on and pointed to consistency. So as I watched Jordan walk in the door, uh, most days of work with his like food already prepped and ready to go, I was like, there's something going on here that I need to explore because he has figured something out about consistency. Like he was bringing these foods in every day, but yet when we would have some sort of celebration at work, which we would have all the time, donuts, this, that, and the other pizza extravaganza, whatever the thing was like company sponsored lunch, all the things, you know, he was eating whatever and just not even giving it a second thought. And I would hear him just sort of casually mention about weekends and going out, having drinks and this, that, and the other thing. And so I thought, well, obviously he's not like carrying his Tupperware around for all that. And it wasn't like he was Tupperware person because do you know what I'm talking about? I was Tupperware person where you try to do some sort of meal prep that's super extreme, but then seven days a week and everywhere you go, including into a restaurant, you're carrying around a Tupperware. And, you know, he wasn't that guy at all, which, I mean, you would maybe expect because he was such a strong athlete 
But it's like, it wasn't that. He just had this balance and this sort of peace. And he was just really relaxed around food, which I was not. And I wanted that. And I was like, how can I be like that? How can I be relaxed around food? And then just like in life in general, I was pretty wound up about all the things. So just something about that just really drew me to him and something about his consistency. And he was so patient and kind with me and remains that way to this day. He's always like the biggest cheerleader, super encouraging to me. You can't even imagine how he's encouraged me along the way. But he was like, anytime you want to talk about, you know, the food or diet or all this stuff, like, you know, come and talk to me about it, which again, just like, my heart just goes out to him because like, who is this 20 ish year old guy that like really wants to talk to this 50 ish year old woman about anything during the day, but he was just super kind and open to me. And I'll always remember it and be so grateful for him. And he did, we did talk about all kinds of things and I was picking his brain about everything. And then I think I had mentioned that I had joined sort of a weight loss challenge uh, in the very beginning of 2019, even though I was sort of well on my way with my weight loss. Uh, and he was just all in cheering for me with that. Like nobody was happier for me uh, when I did the challenge and when I finished the challenge and when I won the challenge. So he was just super excited. So as I really spent some time thinking about this, because honestly, I get the total privilege of doing a presentation about some of these, you know, the cognitive behavioral therapy and how we've talked about before that your thoughts are creating your feelings, which is creating your actions. So I get the distinct privilege of doing a presentation at work about this as it pertains to a training that I took uh, for coaching, which was super fun at my work. So I was really doing, spending some time thinking about him and his impact and all of that and where this all really started and where it all finished for me and where I finally found that piece. And what it really came down to for me was, and ready, like get ready to write this down. This is, I'm like, this is it. This, here it is, it's coming. <laughs> Nothing about food is an emergency. Yep. Mic drop right there. You know, I talk about this a lot that hunger is not an emergency. Uh, you know, we are very blessed to live in a time. And if you are listening to this podcast, I am pretty sure that hunger is not something that you are dealing with on a regular basis. And my absolute heart of hearts goes out to anyone who is dealing with hunger on the regular and in any sort of starvation situation. Uh, let's support those people and pray for them and give to their causes. But in our instance here, hunger is not an emergency. If I have the slightest amount of hunger, you know, everything is fine. I don't, if I missed a meal, the world wouldn't come to an end. I will be able to eat. I have access to food. It's amazing. But even underneath that is that nothing about food is an emergency. And I want to let you know that everything about food for me at that time was an emergency. And so I hope as you as like step back and look at it with me, when you're not in the middle of feeling that way, that you can see like this is not helpful. And then let me tell you why from sort of a 
sciency perspective and i mean sciency loosely because i'm no scientist but let me sort of break this down really loosely when you're looking at your meals and your food and your meal plan and what you're doing with food and all the food things and counting calories and doing all these things from a place of like that energy of this is an emergency because i got to figure this out you're putting your body into that fight or flight mode that I'm sure you've been hearing about uh, and hopefully you know about. If not, like, let's talk about that because I'd love to break that down for you more. But when you're in fight or flight mode about anything, your brain, the prefrontal cortex part of your brain, that's like the part that does the planning and the like good thinking and the, like wanting to help you out here, like completely shuts down because your body's like everything's an emergency, shut all these like you know, rational thinking, goal related, all those things down. So I can just make it through this actual constant emergency. And I was for sure in a constant loop with that for years and years and years and years and years. So it has taken me some time to have to remind myself and comfort myself that literally nothing about food is an emergency. Like I can figure it out. Like, nobody panic. I can figure this out, and so can you. Uh, I am so grateful that I know now that nothing about food is an emergency. So this is how you get to peace around food, is sort of exploring that. So guess what? It's time for the action portion of the podcast today which I bring you a lot of things that are, you know, anything you I want to offer you that you can take with you for the week uh, that are action steps about how to untangle if you find yourself getting all juiced up over your food and your meals. So on the action list for this week is please notice if you are having a lot of drama or theatrics um, and listen to last week's podcast about theatrical thinking. But if you're having a lot of drama about your food decisions, I just want to ask you to step back for a minute and notice different facets of that and how that might pop up for you. And maybe like write those down, like start to explore that a little, a little journaling on when are the times that you find yourself getting super nervous about food or not having food, or just anything food-related in general, because we don't need to be in fight or flight over our food. And helping like reduce the fight or flight level is going to just reduce your overall stress level, which will give you more bandwidth to make good decisions. So some examples of this would be, are you a person who grabs food in like a really hurried way, like, oh, I don't really have time to eat right now. Let me just grab something and eat it. So that would be an example of something you might want to explore. Like, can I slow down a little? Am I really, like, have I let myself get too hungry? Have I prepared at all for the times, like, I might be hungry? And even if I have a, no, I have a busy day coming up, especially have I taken some time to really be like, how can I fuel myself in a way that works so I don't have to like run around in this hurried way grabbing food and grabbing whatever I can and eating it twice as fast as I would if I could sit down in some sort of like peaceful way. And then another example that came to my mind was 
you find yourself in some sort of mild panic or full-on panic when it's 5 p.m. and everyone in your family is asking what's for dinner and you haven't even given that a second thought because that could seem like an emergency and I could definitely see your body, you know, having issue with that um, and notice please how you're feeling in your body when all these sorts of things come up. It's really fascinating to notice like where that is, like where it sits in your body, the stress of that, like that's a whole other discussion, but are you in some sort of panic state at 5 p.m. because you haven't even had time to think about dinner and now you got to figure out is anything even defrosted I mean there's just many layers to this and if this is the way that you normally roll can you see how you just like put yourself in this constant fight or flight mode and it's really hard to think clearly and make a great decision and I think this is a lot of times why DoorDash you know comes into the equation like I just can't even I've had a long day I can't even think about it like just or let's just order something and make it come here now but just even a small amount of planning or you know the weekend before like what kind of week am I going to have here I mean you know I'm a fan of planning the night before or the morning of what we're going to eat for every day I think it is a way to bring us peace around food and also, if that seems like a lot to you, could you just maybe spend five minutes on the Sunday or Saturday, maybe because you need to go shopping, figuring out what next week's going to look like and how can you set yourself up for success instead of having yourself in this constant fight or flight mode around food. So even just like a loose outline, I mean, it doesn't have to be down to the gnat's eyelash here if that doesn't work for you. Um, I don't do everything down to the gnat's eyelash. I literally, I always tell people, if you are spending more than two minutes a day on your food plan for that day, you are doing it wrong, man. We just, it is just not necessary. We can make it much more simple and much more relaxing. Let's go with relaxing. So in conclusion, we want to lessen the energy expended, literally our energy that we're expending and the emotional response that is negative around eating so that we can have more energy and bandwidth to enjoy our actual life. Wouldn't that be nice that we aren't like expending all this emotional and energetic juice around our food because obviously there are greater things we could spend our time on and I love that I spend like a minimal amount of time around you know the food at this point so how can we notice this this week and find the easiest places to make a shift I mean I'm not saying we go in all in Saturday and spend all day doing a, a meal prep I don't think that's necessary whatsoever because everybody's different Everybody has different schedules, but finding this week the easiest places to make a shift so that we can find peace around food. Doesn't it sound good? I know we can do it. This is possible. Ask yourself this week, how can I find peace around food? Thank you, thank you, thank you to Jordan, all the Jordans in my life, but this particular Jordan for modeling to me what it looks like to have peace around food. I will never be able to thank you enough for being the first person that helped my eyes really open towards this. If you need help finding peace around food, 
I am here for you and I am just like my heart overflows to pay it forward for what Jordan did for me that I could help you. So get in touch with me. You know how to find me on Instagram. Email me. Find my website. Send me an email. I'd love to talk to you. I am here for you. Let's do this. Let's find ourselves peace around food forever. All right. Okay. I hope you guys have a great week. I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. That's what I got for you today. And I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the So Far So Good Coaching Podcast. It has been my absolute joy to have you with me. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review. Let's build a community and you can help this effort by taking just a moment to give us the best rating so that others can find us and join us on the journey. Please be in touch with me at my website, which is sofarsogoodcoaching.com. Would love to hear from you on Instagram as well, which is at sofarsogoodcoaching. See you next time. Until then, let's take our lives so far and make them so good.